This is cool. I like this car. Feels good. Smells good. Sounds good. I love how people always describe cars like that. I don't yeah. know why, but but it, you know we do that, and then let's okay. Well, let's present the pay, the payment to you, right? Yeah. Why don't we just go ahead and fill out this sheet, and then I'm gonna excuse myself. I'm gonna disappear into a into a room somewhere in the building, and you will have no idea where it exists. Yeah. All right, and I'll be gone for about seven to ten minutes. You'll have no idea what the hell I'm actually doing, or or who I'm talking to, or even what I'm talking about. Yeah. More likely, I'm talking about you. And, and, and then I'm going to come back with a, a piece of paper with a bunch of scribbly numbers on it. And depending on your sales manager, it will be actually easy to read or not easy to yeah. read. I swear I worked, <laughs> I had some sales managers that worked for me that, that I, I, they must have been dyslexic. I mean, I, the, the quality of the penmanship <laughs> was just, I'm like, you want me to pay what? You know? This is the Strategy with Jason podcast with your host, Jason, Jason Harris. Harris. Hey, Braden, thank you so much, man, for taking the time to come jam with me today. Today We're at the ACE Expo here in Niagara Falls, Ontario. Um, this is my second year at the event. I, I'm actually, it's, I think it's just getting becoming a better event. This is your first year. What do you think of it so far? It's actually my second year. Oh, is it? Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I apologize. No, it's okay, man. Um, yeah, no, I definitely think, uh, you know, they've done a good job at, you know, improving the event and, and giving at least on the vendor side, they're giving us a better setup, and it looks like they've done a pretty good job of filling out all the the breakout sessions. Yeah, the yeah, food's I, great. The the, <laughs> the food is great. I, I will admit that for sure. And and I find that the uh, content in the sessions is getting richer. So it's cool to see the the whole thing start to evolve. You know, year over year. Um, now you're with Auto Vance, and you guys are doing some cool stuff over there as far as payment presentation tools. Um, for people that don't know necessarily who you are, or how you kind of got started in the business, just so we kind of give some t- context to everyone that'll be listening and watching, how give me that two-minute origin story that is Braden. <laughs> okay, yeah. So um, my name's Braden with AutoVance, and, and I got started in the industry. Uh, I went to university, hated it, so I dropped out to uh, you know get a job at a car dealership. Marked, marched into a couple dealerships, got walked out. Somebody gave me a job. It was a uh, not the best opportunity. Uh, a big subprime franchise kind of <laughs> kind of deal. Nice. Uh, we were presenting payments on a Foursquare and hard to sleep at night. And, and I got out of it as soon as I could and uh, <coughs> moved away, came back, got an opportunity uh, at an RV dealership doing sales. Um, the F&I manager walked out and uh, basically I got handed a file and said, if you can figure out how to get this signed, try and sell some product, um, I'll get you training and you can have this office. <laughs> and I did. <laughs> And so, um, so I got trained in the RV world um, before I ran into a guy that was trying to sell off a used operation, an older guy. So instead, I jumped in and helped him uh, run his used operation, and uh, he just did the buying and, you know, obviously provided all the product, yeah. money, a little bit of guidance, and, and uh, you know, studied and worked and sold everything I could. So <laughs> you, you went from the dealer side over to the vendor side, or like to say on yeah. the other side of the fence. Um, how, did, how did that happen? Yeah, so that happened is I, I tried to leave the, the dealership world like everybody seems to do at some point in time, and it pulled me back in. I uh, you know, met a couple of great guys local to me, uh-huh. you know, looking for people with relevant experience, but also um, you know, someone who could contribute to a smaller organization, and, and uh, yeah, I thought I was a great fit, and so I was all in as That's soon as awesome. I could. Yeah. That's awesome. So I wanted to grab you because we got talking a little bit off camera and I really wanted to kind of continue that conversation is we're just talking about the payment process. You know, there, there, there are so many processes 
at the dealership and specifically in the sales process, there's all these little micro events. And that payment presentation is such an incredibly important part <laughs> of the sale, but it's it's most commonly the pace that we bosh the entire thing, right? That's fair. So what is auto Autovance's kind of theology or methodology when it comes to presenting price, presenting payment. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, a big, uh, you know, it actually originated in the import world, mm -hmm. um, which, you know, a little bit different than the domestics, but, you know, the basis being uh, we need options, mm. right? And so we found a lot of the solutions on the market and a lot of the old school ways, whether it's a Foursquare, you name it, um, you can only get so many payments to paper with a Sharpie, quick enough. So you're sure. not spending hours in the office. Um, you know, and even beyond that is it takes so long to put together a lease payment. Um, so basically what we're all about is providing as many options to the customers we want. Mm -hmm. um, now we're not the first to do that. Some people have done it, but you kind of find that you put everything on a piece of paper and you turn it around and face it to the customer and they say, oh, can I get a translator in here? Yeah, no, no, it, it's yeah. true. I mean, there's so many different calculations, so many different numbers that go through it. And, and I mean, let's let, let's talk about what it traditionally looks like for most dealerships. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's not the best. <laughs> All right, I, 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 you know, you come off of a test drive, customer's yeah. like, oh, wow, this is cool, I like this car, feels good, smells good, sounds good. I love how people always describe cars like that, I don't yeah. know why, but, but it, you know, we do that, and then let's go, okay, well, let's present the pay, the payment to you, right? Yeah. Why don't we just go ahead and fill out this sheet, and then I'm going to excuse myself. I'm going to disappear into a into a room somewhere in the building, and you will have no idea where it exists, yeah. all right? And I'll be gone for about seven to ten minutes. You'll have no idea what the hell I'm actually doing or, or who I'm talking to or even what I'm talking about. Yeah. More likely I'm talking about you. And, and, and then I'm going to come back with a, a piece of paper with a bunch of scribbly numbers on it. And depending on your sales manager, it will be actually easy to read or not easy to read. Yeah. I swear I worked, <laughs> I had some sales managers that worked for me that, I, I they must have been dyslexic. I mean, I, the, the quality of the penmanship <laughs> was just, I'm like, you want me to pay what, you know? Yeah. And, and then I bring it out there and the, the salesperson is expected to sell a payment. I don't never understand that concept, sell a payment. Yeah. You know, it's like, I have to sell the idea that this payment is somehow the best deal for me, right? Yeah. With very little explanation of how the hell I actually got to that payment in the first yeah. place. So tell me a little bit how your guys' product kind of changes that traditional model. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, you know, typically when you jump into a piece of software to prepare payments for a customer, you're picking, you know, is it a retail deal? Is, are they paying cash finance? You know, are they going to lease? You know, do they have money down? Do they not have money down? You know, all great qualifying questions. Um, but oftentimes the customer doesn't actually know what might be best for them. They've mm -hmm. done their research and they have decided leasing sucks. You know, but leasing doesn't necessarily suck now. <laughs> it, sometimes it's actually a great way to buy a car. Sure. But it did suck once upon a time. Of course. Right? So, um, so the way we kind of do it is, you know, we're approaching it with multiple different down payments, you know, at your fingertips, um, finance and lease payments with, you know, the ability to jump to different mileages whenever you want, uh, you know, and then when it comes to presenting, you can present everything, you can present nothing, you can present anywhere in between, right? So, mm -hmm. um, you know, perhaps your customers don't necessarily know. So instead of trapping them into, okay, so Mr. Customer, do you want to finance or lease or are you paying cash today? It's the conversation kind of becomes, okay, you know, now that we've found the right vehicle and you're happy with our dealership, it's my job to show you a couple ways you can purchase this vehicle. Sure. Right? It becomes more of, 
you know, flipping the script and you're now going to educate them. And, you know, maybe if they didn't know about leasing and they see just how strong a 0% lease looks on whatever vehicle that month, you know, maybe it's worth opening the conversation of why you might want to go that way. And I think the key word that you use there is educate. Yeah. Right? I, it, it, that would, that's a fundamental shift from what current payment presentation is, right? Or, you know, like you said, go sell the payment. I mean, I've literally yeah. heard sales managers, yeah. go sell them this. Like, like the payment is some <laughs> fictitious, like it's not the car that they're buying, they're buying the payment. So yeah. go sell them on the payment, you know? Um, but, but no, what your guys' product really kind of allows the customer to do is in full transparency, all right, make the choice to actually carve out exactly the way that they want to buy it. Yeah. So I'm going to assume, is, it would be fair to say that a fair amount of the people are using the product are actually using it at the desk? At the sales desk. At the sales desk, in front of the customer. Not in front of the customer. Okay, well that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I look, look, look yep. a tool is only as good as how well someone utilizes yep. it. So it's not your guys' tool, right? So, someone can use the tool however the hell they want to use yep. it, right? Um, you know, it, I, I think it's crazy that, you know, I mean, think about just the the psychology or just even the body language of what happens when you're when you're presenting a payment. It's like yeah. it's like I sit on one side of the desk, you sit on another side of the desk, and instantaneously yep. we're in this game of poker. You know, it's like you got my you have your <laughs> cards, I got my cards and we're you just, right away, right yeah. away it's this negative thing, you yeah. know? Um, you know, I looked at kind of what you guys' demo is over there and I looked at what the UI was and I could see that as being such a, an easy forward-facing tool yeah. where it's just flip the screen around and do it collectively side-by-side side with the customer, yeah. not across the table from the customer, mm -hmm. actually sit next to the customer and work together side-by-side, side, body language again, yeah. all right, towards an actual objective. Yeah. You think that's a good idea? Yeah, I think so. I mean, <laughs> I, you know, like you said, it's it, at the end of the day, software is only as good as, you know, whoever's using it. Yep. So we definitely have stores where they have, you know, the salesman starting that process and even completing it sometimes, right? Yep. But different degrees of it almost, right? So there's guys that want to keep the desk model and the tower model, you know, who are running back and forth for numbers, but they've cut their time down to 60 seconds. Sure. So when they You're get to the desk, time. so when they get to the desk, they're basically turning around and coming back. Yep. With the it's not that another five minutes I yeah. disappear to the hole, you know, which is called the sales manager's office in this yeah. black abyss and then come bouncing out with some magical payment again. So in a perfect world, you go get your manager and you have him come back with you, right? Well, no, I, I, I agree, <laughs> yeah. right? It's just like, I don't know. I'm just trying to wrap my head around that current process. And is that model really effective anymore? I mean, to have this this wall between the customer and the sales manager's office, like somehow something magical happens in a sales manager's <laughs> yeah. office that, you know, the customer cannot see. Like I, I, I swear maybe that's where we keep the unicorns in our, in our dealership is in there and we can't let anybody see them, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think we should really kind of open it up, right? I mean, there's, look, there's, there's a lot of different approaches to the payment presentation. Yeah. And, um, I don't think there's any one particular one that's right or wrong. Yeah. I personally have very strong feelings as far yeah. as the one I would do. You know, and I, I think there choose. is one, there's one mixed piece, I think. Not that it's an argument, but if you wanted to, you know, go as to why we use that model, which we could absolutely use at the desk. Um, one is you're bringing that, you're bringing it from kind of a place of authority, which is little smoke and mirrors, you know, at times. Oh, dude, it's total smoke and mirrors. <laughs> um, but I mean, selling the car off of uh, paper, 
is an experience I think that is more comfortable still than buying it off the screen. Yes. Even if you're using an iPad, even if yes. you're using, um, you know, well, some good touch point. Screen, iPad. I, right? Your system works. Yeah. On mobile devices. It does. And in theory, I could be sitting in the car with the customer and do this. Yeah. In in theory, you pull back up at the dealership and the quote's ready. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. I mean that that. And, and even you know should, your manager be the process. can approve really it be. as well. See, while that, you're in the car. <laughs> that that should be the process right yeah. there, right? You know, in the sales process, there's always these these highs and lows, right? It's like yeah. this. It's not a very seamless process. No. It's like let's do one chunk and then stop and fuck it up, and then let's do another <laughs> chunk and stop. You know, it's like, you know, it's like here, let me do the walk around, and then I'm gonna go disappear for seven minutes while I try to find the car so we can go on a test drive. Yeah. You know, it's like then we come back from the test drive, and it's like okay, let me fill out this form real quick, and then I'll disappear for another seven minutes, and you yeah. know, and come back. You know, it's like there's just this, this highs and these lows and stuff yeah. like that. I think that's. I think that'd be a wonderful process is by the time I've already got back to the dealership that the payment structure is already built yeah. and ready for me to go. Well, you guys could do that with your tool. Yeah, it no, gives absolutely. you that freedom, right? It's yeah. a good idea. You should find me a dealer to try it out. Well, no, I mean, I, <laughs> look, I actually think, you know, from a vendor's perspective, I actually kind of feel that that's kind of our responsibility, yeah. right? Is that, you know, the value that we bring to Have our Have you clients, seen someone do that yet? Yeah, I'm actually, I did it at my own dealership. Okay. Okay. So it's okay. um, uh, <laughs> when I had my dealership, I did it. Yeah. But yes, there are dealerships. I just think what it is is that it, it comes through education, right? Yeah. Like, we, we need to educate, you know, the, the dealers in some best practices. Look, the, the payment presentation hasn't changed in... <laughs> 50 years? Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, it hasn't, nope. you know, but the consumer's expectation has, you know, and I think that's where I see tech companies like what you guys are doing, and I think it's pretty nifty, the setup you guys have. I mean, I've seen a lot of different type of desking or deal tools, yeah. right, you know, and I just, having that very multi-device and easy-to-use platform, I see yeah. there's a lot of opportunity there to bring it directly to the customer. Yeah. Now, I'm sure that you have seen, you know, uh, dealerships that have had success with the system and yeah. the dealerships that haven't had success with the, dealer, with the right. system. I'm always kind of curious and I'm always looking for patterns, right? Okay. All right. What do you see out there in the dealerships that are successful, right, in utilizing the system? What makes them unique? They have a consistent, repeatable process. Mm. Hands down. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless so, if it's old or new, it's still consistent, right? Yeah. So we come into, you know, we offer a very, very customizable solution, mm -hmm. which is good and bad. <laughs> yeah. On one hand, you can do whatever you want, but now that bites you in the foot when you jump into a store that has six desk managers and every desk manager has their own way of serving a first pencil. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. Right? So your salesman never gets good at how they're selling the car. Because every time they're getting different instructions, they're getting a different sheet of paper. Um, you know, they don't get really good and really natural at what they're saying. You mm -hmm. know, because they're constantly changing it depending on who's on shift, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Best practice yeah. is you got to make whatever process you commit to old or new. Um, <laughs> not a fan of the old one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can do a whole episode just on that. Um, <laughs> but you have to be consistent, yeah. right? Because if you're not consistent in that payment presentation, then you'll never know actually the effectiveness of that process, right? If like and you, you can said, measure it at that point. Yeah, well, exactly. You <laughs> yeah. can actually measure its effectiveness, yeah. and then we can start to change and adapt. That is one thing. Now, since we're kind of on the topic of kind of best practices of what I've seen with dealerships that have been really successful with this, yeah. that is true. That they are very consistent 
in those efforts, but their willingness to change the process to improve their results yeah. is also very obvious at the dealership oh, level. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I can think about you know, we we have a good relationship with a number of local dealers. So, for example, we jumped into a, a store that didn't have a desking tool and basically said, hey, for two years, we're going to commit to always serving up a lease payment. And this is what First Pencil is going to look like. And everybody got on board, right? And right away, it's a no-brainer. You know, gross is up, uh, lease penetration's up, uh, you know, your CSI is up. And then you say, why, right? And you start, like, interpolating, you know, what is it that actually did it? And then now we can go back and tweak. So we're serving six payments at a time, right? Well, okay, maybe we think we'll be more profitable if we get money down. Mm -hmm. So, okay, so now we're going to just switch our first pencil to always be with $1,000 down or $500 down or whatever. Just that and then we can, we can split test yeah. it, right? <laughs> no, no, no. And yeah. that's true. I, I think it's that, it's that commitment to testing and to adjusting the process to give us the best results yeah. possible is what I actually think will bring a lot of people out of the old process into a new <laughs> process. But, 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 but that, that's incredibly important. You know, one of the other things that I see in that is it, it, transparency. It, you know what I mean? Yeah, like there's just, I, I'm sorry, but a series of handwritten numbers? I don't <laughs> where think did anybody, these numbers come from? I, well, did you, where <laughs> just, I just kind of plucked them out of the sky and stuck yeah. them on a piece of paper, right? When, when meanwhile, I've already gone on the manufacturer site and I know the payment. <laughs> Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't, yeah. like, why? Yeah. No, 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 give me one. I've been in the business long enough to understand, like, before we had building price functions, yeah. right? In fact, actually, some manufacturers, not even up until five years ago, still didn't have building price functions on the yeah. website. You know, so that's still relatively new. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, why do we? That first pencil is somehow nowhere close or doesn't correlate with what the customer's already done online. It's yeah. like, uh, we we have to acknowledge. Look, these people spend time online. We know that. Okay, yeah, it's like yeah. I'm sorry if you don't like it or not, and you may not like your manufacturer's building price function because it doesn't include, you know, provincial, you know, fees or taxes or freights or whatever, or air taxes or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. But the bottom line is that they have already gone and done that. Yeah. So if, if I think that's a good, that's actually a good, yeah. another really good best practice is acknowledge it. So at least bring it up. Yeah. You know, this is probably what you saw online. Mm -hmm. All right. Let's identify what was not included. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, anything you can do to take the stress and the tension out of the transaction is like, hey, I know you've done your research, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we're not out here uh, to insult you. We're not out here to, you know, take advantage of you. Absolutely, we're here to be profitable. <coughs> but at the same time, it's like we want to come to a fair and equitable deal, right? Well, and at the end of the day, I think yeah. that's what all consumers are looking for, yeah. right? Every, everyone's looking for a, uh, you know, a, a, a good deal for me, a fair deal for you, yeah. right? And I know a lot of people out there go, no, that's not what my customers want. They don't want to be that at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If, if you speak to them in a place of just person to person, human to human, yeah. I think you find majority of the people out there, that's exactly what they oh, want, yeah. right? Oh, absolutely. It's just, I feel with dealerships, it's like certain pieces of information or certain parts of our process, we like to hold so close or tight to the chest, or, or like you said, we get on one side of the desk or the other side of the desk, we immediately start playing this, this, this game of poker that we almost just kind of inherently push our customers to act a certain way. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like they just, Humanity gets thrown out the window, and it's like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but no, I think that's great. I mean, look, you guys, we've identified a couple of best practices here already. It's the consistency in your process, whatever your process is, that's key, yeah. right? And then also transparency. Transparency, that's going to be key. Next question I have is, um, how about presenting uh, 
a payment with accessories or protection already in there. Is the system capable or are you guys doing that on a regular Absolutely. basis? Absolutely. I find this is a big deal. You know? How come? Okay, so <laughs> I'm originally from the States, okay? okay? And what we do in the States is we have MSRP, then we have dealer price, okay? And we negotiate somewhere in between there, okay? okay. Here's what happens in Canada majority of the time. We have MSRP and invoice. Okay. And we negotiate somewhere in between there. Okay. <laughs> and it, it drives me bloody bonkers, yeah. right? It's like if we don't present, like I'm going to use the example winter tires. Okay. And there's another thing that always boggled my mind, winter tires. Yeah. Why the hell do dealerships think winter tire is a season? Yeah. It's not a bloody season, all right? You buy a car in June, you are still going to need fucking winter tires. Yeah. Winter's coming. It's going to like come. it or not. Exactly. Right? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, as a dealership, well, let me not try to sell the tires to you because, well, it's not season. Um, yeah. You know, the probability of that customer coming back and buying winter tires from you, it's like jack all. Oh, yeah. No, they're going to the tire store, wherever. They're Costco, going, they're right? Going, look, yeah. they're going to Tasso, the Canadian yeah. Tire, and they're getting yeah. some moto crap, whatever junk it is, yeah. right? You know, so if I present a payment right out of the gate with, with winter tires and without winter tires. Yeah. What do you think happens in negotiations? We negotiate somewhere in between there. Yeah. Not between <laughs> MSRP and invoice. Now yeah. we're negotiating somewhere in between there. Yeah, absolutely. Which instantaneously, your winter tires and your, pri- and your packages already have a built-in set of gross profits. So you're actually already now negotiating with a higher, with yeah. a higher profit. I mean, the customer's you know, getting what they actually need, and they're going to go buy anyway. Yeah. You're doing a disservice by not doing it. Yeah. Yes, you're doing a disservice by not doing <laughs> that. I had to think about that. Well, no, let me think about it. Yeah. We, especially where you guys are, like, yeah. you, I mean, can you imagine not having, buying a car without winter tires? Yeah, no, you need That'd winter tires. It's, it's a no-brainer, yeah. So, so I don't know why. So, so that's another great part of your guys' systems that we can kind of pre-build this in there so we can show these multiple package options, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, you know, that's a really great point, actually. The, the MSRP to invoice gap is something that... Um, you know, we look at it in such an old school way, mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, you know, how much room you got? How much room you got? I got this much room, right? Instead of, you know, like, <laughs> what can I do to make you have a better experience? And what can I do to save you a trip you're going to make anyway? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's like, I like that. It, we have to make, uh, there, that payment presentation is so, so freaking important. And we, we treat it as kind of this, this vehicle specific thing. Yeah. Right, and then maybe we'll talk about accessories later. <laughs> maybe yeah. not. Majority yeah. of the time we won't. You know, I actually heard a stat that uh, non-seasonal times, right, winter tire penetration is less than ten percent really? of total sales. Wow. So you're selling sixty some odd cars. You're lucky if you're selling five or six cents. Okay, right? that's crazy. Now, of course, yeah. during the winter, obviously that will, could, will go up, yeah. right? Um, but it's not even that. It's also F and I products. You know, it's like it's like we wait. We chunk all that we were talking about, right? We, yeah. we chunk all these things together and we have these these valleys and pits in between. Yeah. It's like that payment presentation should just be a holistic approach to the entire purchase, yeah, you know? No. But we're so worried that the customer is so driven by price that, you know, no, 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 we just, we just got to sell the freaking car and get this yeah. done with. And you know what you remind me, actually, is if I jump back to when I was in the RV industry, mm-hmm. we had this great um, campaign that was legit that nobody else in town did. And it was um, just add water. <laughs> so you buy an RV, 
<laughs> it comes with you know a couple batteries. It comes with the hoses. It comes with uh, you know the winterizing, the storage, everything. Yeah. So and a lot of that were deal, those were dealer added stuff. Yeah, but some, a lot of that stuff was dealer added. All dealer added. <laughs> See, so okay, so that, that's a yeah, literally there it goes. Same that, thing. Yeah. That's exactly what just my thesis add fuel. is. And that's all it is. You just <laughs> like just just add the damn fuel. Yeah. But I mean, that, that's very true. RV dealers don't do that. Why yeah. the hell do car dealers sell this just where it's just the vehicle itself is just one little tiny portion of the purchase, Absolutely, right? Yeah. You wouldn't buy an RV without the batteries or the hoses I or mean, the undercoating. Yeah. I remember I just bought I bought a uh, forty foot forty four foot park model trailer uh, last year, okay. last year, right? Yeah. And, um, well, yeah, I mean, I couldn't, like, it's going to be left out in the winter. Yeah. Well, I better get the, whatever, what's it called on the bottom? Is it, it's not rust yeah. protection. It's yeah, the foam, it's, right? It's the, oh, insulating. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I can, you know, during the winter, I can go out there, hook the generator up, bring, yeah. bring my buddies yeah. up, and we can hang in it, right? Um, but, yeah, we, the RV industry has a great holistic approach to the purchase. But yeah. dealerships don't. Yeah, no, you're right. That's that's a good point. You know, you know, I can see. And then uh, coming back to the leasing, we talk about, um, you know, buying maintenance packages and stuff like that. Is yeah. you know, essentially, you could present an option, you know, where your customer can choose. You know, do you want to do all this? Do you want to go buy your winter tires yourself? You want to get you know service the vehicle yourself somewhere, you know, or do you want something that you know where you're covered, your oil changes are included, you know, we're picking the thing up, you know, when when winter tire when you need winter tires, you know, just pull in and we'll put them on, right? It's like it's the same thing as the it's RV. All in your payment. It's all holistic. It's all, it's all in all, your payment. It's all. It's not a thousand bucks when the snow hits. <laughs> well, that's exactly yeah. what happened, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, and in fact, when I when I purchased my trailer, it was exactly that. I was like, well, no, you know, I'm eventually going to have to get that, you know, you know, I'm eventually going to have to get that those hoses I'm eventually gonna have it I would much rather get the entire transaction done in a single shot versus then finding out later oh god I got to go to another retailer and I got to go to another company for this yeah. it's just like it you know what it is is there's not enough customer service in the payment presentation process that's definitely true right yeah because if, if you took a customer service approach yeah. to presenting payment what would that look like well, absolutely. You're going to do everything you can to help the customer, right? It's going yeah. to be, you're going to be in their interest, yeah. you know? And I mean, maybe you can take advantage of 0% money or cheap money, whatever's going on as well. Yeah. That's also a great point. We haven't touched yeah. on that true. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing. It's like, do you really want to go and buy those winter set, those set of winter tires for a thousand or 1200 bucks yeah. with your own cash during a time of the year when you're already kind of strapped for cash in the first yeah. place, or are you just going to Take advantage of it now, but if we don't present it. Yeah, if we don't take that customer service approach to that payment presentation, then we lose on this stuff. Yeah, I like that, and you, and you remind me of all the campaigns that go out there, like the, uh, you know, cash back after Christmas or no payments for three months or whatever it might be. And it's like a lot of that stuff. Instead of having um, a recovery approach, we could be proactive and and serve the customer better, so that we don't have to reel them in that way. No, 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 hundred <laughs> percent. No, look, I, I love this, yeah. and and uh, Braden, thank you so much for you know coming to spend the time to jam with me. Just just to recap real quick, because I think we touched on three yep, amazing, yep. you know, best practices is process. You gotta stay consistent, yep, right? Absolutely. Um, transparency. Y you need to be transparent. I mean, I think the days of writing something on a piece of paper and just assuming someone's gonna understand what the hell that actually means, it's not it's not enough. Yeah. It's, it's just not sufficient, right? You, you got to be transparent. You need to utilize a tool that's going to help you to be transparent, right? And then, and then, lastly, um, the hell did I say? Lastly, again, 
You got you to use the, the payment presentation to better serve your customers. Thank you. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> Take two. Um, you know, and then lastly, you know, just that payment presentation needs to be a holistic approach. Yeah. You know, we, we, we can't just, I, it's not necessarily just a race to sell the car. We need to take a customer service approach to presenting that payment and include all costs, just like you said with the RV company, right? Yeah. It's everything in one single payment. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, Braden, uh, for anybody out there that's listening or watching right now, we'd like to learn more about what you guys are doing. What's the best, best way to connect with you? Easiest way, um, jump into Google, Autovance or autovance.com. Awesome. Hey, Brady, man, thanks so much for taking your time to jam with me. Really had a great time. Yeah, thanks, Jason.